I've been helping to count those votes all these weeks, maybe. Oh, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Uh, so, so, such foolishness. So how are you doing? Um, I've been doing a very exciting task today. Um, I, yeah? I've, I've needed to access some pictures of my work. Uh-huh. And... Before I've been able to allow myself to do that, I've just been trying to like organize all the files. Yeah. And I don't know if you have a good system for organizing your own files, but. Um, no, I wish. I don't think this was part of our training, you know, um, managing a horde of digital nothingness. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. It's been like five hours of like looking at like weird screenshots and deleting things and oh yes. So that's what I was doing. And oh, cool. It's nice to not be doing that right now. Oh uh, yeah, no, I was about to say I was. I, I'm pretty sleepy. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. It gets to be a problem, especially when you have all the JPEGs and TIFFs and. PNGs and all this other stuff, like it ends up getting out of control. Do you keep it? Do you keep it tame? Mm, no. Well, I sort of. I do split. I do end up throwing lots of things away. But mm. again, I have about like bazillions of photos on my phone, so I always have oh, to yeah. weed them out. Yeah. I used to, like, fetishize your research folders because you had, like, it organized by subject so that you could reference them for illustrations, and you had, like, a bully folder. and. Oh, yeah, I do have them. They're in uh, a disk, or not a disk, a memory card. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do 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 things like that. Right now I even have, uh, you know, a, a... a color color scheme folder and a texture folder and a lot of Ooh. stuff like that. Or like, oh, okay, this is a folder of just lace patterns. This is a folder of, like, flowers or whatever, you know. Is that what you've been using to do the backgrounds for the pet portraits you've been working on? Yeah, yeah. I've been doing a lot of things like that, yeah. This is looking yeah. super Good. I really liked the dog that was, like, sitting on his owner's lap, just, like, totally obscuring him. They were, like, becoming one being. Oh, yeah. That was super fun. Uh, yeah. 
the, the, the woman who does that is one of the big, uh, Bernie captains too. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. no, yeah, yeah. I had a lot of, like, I've been having a lot of fun with these. I, you know, it's sort of weird because, um, they're sort of fun, but then I, I always have like about three or four of them to do. Like I have three to do this weekend and, um, and it's cool. I'm like kind of calmed down about it. I was like, oh, you know, it's it's kind of fun to make something that someone would like, even yeah. though you know the big upper ups in art wouldn't necessarily see it as anything. But it's it's they're they're fun to do, and people like I, them. I was listening but to you, a podcast um, that the Getty organized, and it was. It's uh, recordings of women artists being interviewed. Mm-hmm. There's only like nice. six of them, and I've only listened oh. to one. But yeah. uh, first one I listened to was about Alice Neal, and she is a portrait artist. Yeah. And she. Alice Neal ha- is awesome. Basically, said but- she took a vow of poverty because her. I don't know if she said that, but. Um, basically, yeah. she wanted to paint portraits the way that she wanted, and if you were going to, like, sell things, then you would have to, like, please your client too much or something. Yeah. And just the way she was talking about her approach to it got me really excited about portraits and, like, what you can do or what you can convey or what you can capture. Yeah. And I kind of liked that. From the get-go, she just, like, decided not to worry about if anybody was going to care or not because she was so drunk on the experience of taking... Oh, yeah. You got time to... Yeah, I've been having fun with this, too. Like, I kind of do them, and I don't really think a whole lot about whether the person will like it or not because they're like, you know... If they, they, they know what they're getting into, <laughs> you know, they, I, you know, if they don't like the way I color or draw things, then they wouldn't, they wouldn't, wouldn't have to do it. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, well, you know, you, it's not like you'd be shocked. Like, you know, like, oh, how, you know. How do you think somebody starting out could like intentionally set that up for themselves to like, Avoid getting in a position where you have to like bend over backwards to please people versus oh, being an that, artist that people seek out what you do so you don't have to like stress about oh, doing yeah. anything else. Oh, that's a really, I'll think about that. That's a good question. Um, my, my thinking would be hmm, that if you're just starting out, Remember that there's a lot of time, so don't get set in like, <laughs> like you know, don't get set in this idea of like I have to, you know, this is my voice and I won't compromise. Like you got to explore a lot and mm. try a bunch of things, right? So yeah. like it's not like someone's gonna come. This is a sellout, you know. This person sold out his soul because he tried to do something that he, you know, then w- want to do. But then I think uh, also just. um but if you already kind of have something you're interested in, just use that in your advertisements, you know, like, you know, or, or, you know, just like put your stuff out there. And so 
once, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know the answer that. After I asked that, the time element is like a big part of developing yeah. that space. Like, probably when you start out, like you said, you got to try on a different a lot of different things. You can try like being super realistic or being super abstract and like find yeah. where your sweet spot is. But after a while, people who know you need to sign with who you are. I think that's like one of the biggest surprises of getting older oh, yeah. is that you actually can just be yourself. Most people are in Yeah, it. you don't really have to try very hard. Yeah, no, exactly. It, it, it's, it's interesting, and it's, um, I don't know. Like, I do think, like, um, hmm, I've always heard, I've always thought of it like sort of like a topiary garden where you, you know, like you have like a um, a plant. You have to, like, let it go get overgrown before you sort of start carve it mm. into like a, a swan or something right so i think you know the first part of you just make a bunch of shit <laughs> like just make a lot of stuff and then you can start like worrying about what your you know brand or style or whatever you want to call it is you yeah. know like i think i think people kind of get a little too hung up in that um last night um I was, ooh, I'm walking under a bridge. Oh, it sounds funny. There's a, um, we started out working on the branding for Art Week. And, yeah. Oh, I'm kind of co- co-piloting with a local artist named Summer Mills. Uh-huh. And we have the sense that we want to keep the branding kind of simple. Yeah. So that we can get on with some of the other parts of the planning. Yeah. Um, but then we also started inventing some like really weird angles, like over voicing over Tom Steyer commercial to be our yeah, spokesman. I, yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. So yeah, we got together to kind of talk about like how to make the branding cohesive and make sense. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I sort of feel like if we try to, like, say what the look of Art Week is before we make stuff, I don't know, it just doesn't work that way. But there's, like, this sense that we kind of need that theme or that direction or yeah. know, something to guide. But then it just, like, made it super painful yeah. And kind of stupid and stuck. So oh, then we just... Has a, yeah, go on. Oh, go ahead. No, keep going. I I, I didn't want, I don't want to interrupt you. What were you going to... Um, well... Yeah. feeling is... <laughs> um... Yeah, we were trying to, like, pre-prescribe something. But then, like, when you start... What's weird when you're, like, developing a marketing look, and then you, like, upload it to the Facebook shit, and, like, 
all of a sudden what you thought was going to be the thing isn't the thing. And so we kind of just like took all of our drafts that we've been making. And I was like Uh feeling like I liked some things over others. But then when he tried to implement it, it just didn't work. So I, I don't know that we came up with a direction or a philosophy, but like the five things that we put up, I like the like flavor or the smell or the texture that that is implying to me in terms of like where else you can take it. Um, I don't know. It's like, how do you set up like boundaries oh. for something to grow so that you can work on it with a team so you both know what you're talking about, but without like putting a cap on it, you know, like it's only black and white. That was kind of like the initial concept just like a black and white spiral and we just repeat that on everything and that's it. But, um, that was like kind of boring to just stop there. Oh, like just have like something that is just like a sticker or a stamp or, you know, like we ended up very quickly wanting to make animations and rainbows and patterns and I don't know, it just like exploded. No, I totally get it. I I might not be the, I don't know. I know that my, I I'm terrible at that sort of consistency. You are. Like, well, sort of. Like in terms of like thinking it out too much. Like, you know, like a lot of times I'll just advertise the same show in a bunch of different ways without even worrying about like, you know, or like when I you know when we make concert posters. And stuff, I'd be like, I'll advertise this show this way. Oh, I like this drawing. I'll do that. You know, and so it's like mm-hmm. not like the people are seeing the repeated thing over and over again. It's just like, well, I'm going to trick them into seeing this this poster, you know, over and over again by just doing a bunch of them that all look different. <laughs> you know, but that's not how that's supposed to work. You're supposed to bring in I the mean, way I, that it's like. I think I'm bringing this up because I think it is the way. But like when people say something's cohesive. Uh, yeah. Actually, sometimes it's like kind of confusing to know what they actually yeah. mean because it doesn't mean like matchy matchy, and it doesn't mean the same. Yeah. But it means like I don't know if it has like a certain attitude or yeah, a certain the whole kind of a certain fuck you. Like that's kind of there's like, like a the way, tone. They're totally similar or something. Yeah, like it comes out of the same philosophy. So mm-hmm. while it might be kind of like all over the place in some regards, if it's coming from like, I don't know. Or so I think like an individual artist, it's like easy to do that without thinking because like mm-hmm. if it's coming out of your hands and it's coming out of like the massive stuff that you make, you like maybe start to build that philosophy without even putting a name to it but if you're gonna do like a marketing thing and you want it to be different from last year and it's not really about you yeah like how do you set that up without overthinking it and yeah because of the nature of art week it like can be more like whatever but um Mm -hmm. No, it makes sense. So, like, it's like with the Pantone color sort of things where they say, this year's color is 
avocado oh, green or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so this year, the flavor, like last year was the flavor of cartoons or whatever, and this year we're going to go with, <laughs> you know, but, yeah, I, I would say maybe just come up with a broad theme and then it could be approached in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Because last year they had all those sculptures that were in all the ads that were all... Yeah. And as we're, like, looking at last year, God, those Mm -hmm. were delicious. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. My kind of approach from that was to go the opposite direction and, like, pull it, like, way back from, like, the gushiness of the color and the shapes and have it Mm -hmm. be, like, kind of cold and just, like, Mm -hmm. giving you almost nothing. It's just this, like, graphic stamp. Like kind of manufactured or something. Um, yeah. But then this like collage element came in, and spirograph, and animation is still there. Mm-hmm. And summer, I gave summer. There's like a website on the internet called like calligraph.com or something. Uh huh. And you can like make you can draw your own font. So she's like using oh. her iPad and Apple Pencil. And she's oh. coming up with a really beautiful set of letters. And I was like, what's this? And she's like, I wasn't even thinking about Art Week. And I was like, it's perfect. It's Art Week. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. Like, everything that we tried to, like, pre-prescribe without trying it, like, it was just dumb. But things that we did, despite what we were prescribing, felt like really yummy. Yeah. We should use that. Oh yeah. No, it's true. Uh it's weird. It's like um like does it ever work? I don't know. Like I, I feel like work life seems like things should be uh planable. But mm-hmm. I don't know if anything's ever planable. How do people do that? Yeah, I, it's hard to say. I think like, um, <laughs> I know, well, I, I, yeah, it, uh, I don't know, uh, sort of like, um, I, it's like there's this category of professional, you know, like it looks slick, it's all sort of, you know, professionally planned out is sort of like just code for this is this is something you've seen already before and so therefore you like it you know like oh this is not very you know this isn't this is something that like you know you go, oh that's really professional looking movie it means i've seen this plot before and i know what it is you know or i've seen this advertisement before and it looks professional you know so it's sort of like uh that looks like it's a good thing because i've seen other things that look exactly like that um, you know, but so. some professionals, kind of like what you were saying with like the people coming to you for your portraits right now. Yeah, um, there is a. And consistency. I don't know. I there is that. a consistency, but you have set it up that you are a professional, but I feel like also gets to go on a whim. You know, like shit, I never used yeah. this color before, it's going to be perfect, or, I don't Oh, yeah, 
No, I I can agree. I agree with that. Um, you yeah, found a sweet spot or something. I know. Yeah, I know. I can't believe it. Like I I get <laughs> to do things that are funny, and and then as long as I'm like doing these things that are just like I don't want to say cash grabs, but they're not like a lot of. I don't know. They're they're not. Um, and not me trying to express myself, but it sort of is expressive of myself, I guess, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, the content is picked. Yeah, and the content the, is picked, and how I choose to do it is, yeah. The symbolism fun. is like atta- the attachment between the owner of the pet and the pet. Yeah, and I like that, too. Like, I like the idea of the relationship, uh, you know, and the facial expressions and that's pretty interesting to me. Um, but yeah, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Marketing is a weird, weird thing. It's so weird. And yeah. I mean, as we've been watching on these like politicians, oh, I've been thinking yeah. a lot of, a lot about like what actually matters because a lot of times what you're, it seems like people who really know marketing, Mm-hmm. They actually don't have to worry about how things appear anymore because they understand like repetition. They understand like changing the conversation about something if you don't want to talk about it anymore. Like, yeah, Trump. Trump's like a master about that. Oh yeah, how, yeah. Like, they're all about like not answering the question but changing the narrative. And, yeah. So you can't and even talk that. about it, and you're like, they're just blatantly out in the open talking with us, and for some reason, it just gets to be, and I feel like it's like this weird thing with like how marketing works underneath, and like the passage of time, and you don't, like, marketing doesn't even have to like look good anymore, because there's just like a mathematical, yeah, oppressive, or Repetition. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if people so, like own ability to choose like even factors anymore. Uh, no, it's I. I think I think you're right. Um, well, I know that, I that know propaganda. <laughs> well, a lot of what people say with propaganda, like if you just lie um, and you you know. Like, you could just lie, and when people hear it a few times, they just believe it. And mm-hmm. it, it's especially insidious because w- when you try to sort of say that, that that thing was not true, you have to repeat the lie in order to – and so they hear it again. So it's like kind of mm-hmm. works against you. You know, like if someone says, oh, you eat babies, and you say, I did not eat babies, you're still repeating <laughs> that lie, you know. Oh, so it, so it's like repeated, like you know. Um, I and, felt uh, like um, Pete Buttigieg in this last. Oh yeah, um, was, debate was doing these things where like. Yeah, he's a little. Yeah, it was amazing, but I felt and and Warren was doing it a little bit too, except that I like her. I like her too. So I did. I didn't like judge her on it, but because I don't like Pete, I judged him on it, and I don't know if that's fair. No, I think it's, I mean, the whole declaring himself the victor of Iowa, um, 
you know, like before any of the votes were really counted, is ridiculous. Yeah, it's right there, right? I know, and, and then, but you know, like, and this whole thing where now, now they're trying to say that the Russians are Russians are supporting Bernie, but that's not really true either. Um, <laughs> but so you know, they all jumped on that. What? Oh There's yeah, so much of it. Yeah, so it's just sort of um, it's crazy. But yeah, yeah, I was thinking about that a uh, little bit. Um, but but yeah, well, I remember having a conversation with you when you said you were learning how to use Illustrator and how it explains why a lot of design looks the way it is. Because mm, yeah. it's not necessarily a decision. It's just the fact that it's the easiest way to do it. Like, yeah. so that, and so that when things look professional, what it means is this person was sort of lazy and said, oh, I'll do this. And it was, you know, because mm. it, it's done so much, you get, get so used to it that you say, well, I guess that's the professional thing, you know. And then, and, so. and then people who aren't like interested in that and want to do something else, like, I can almost like hear this voice of like, oh, I didn't make it look good or, yeah. Um, but you're just saying like, oh, I didn't make it look like how everyone expects it to look. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, but, exactly. I, I used to argue that with my, my atrocious spelling was like, <laughs> I am not a, I'm creative. Like I, I'm smarter because I'm inventing the word every time I write it, as opposed to just being a, <laughs> like a copycat. You know, I'm not giving into peer pressure. If I think it sounds this way, that's how I'm spelling it each time. You know, I'm not a cog in a machine. But, uh, David uh, Dunlap was in town on Valentine's Day. Oh yeah. Do you know his work? Oh, he was in the show with you at the Emerson Gallery. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, I think... I have a major, like, art crush on him. And yeah. he, like, does a lot of, like, repetitive work, um, kind uh-huh. of, like, marking time, making his own calendars, revisiting drawings, like, every day for 42 years. Um, yeah. He was like, he like draws this boat and on these like, just like lined paper from a notebook. Um, yeah. Like a lot of, a lot of his materials are pre-chosen. Like he has a specific notebook, he has a specific pen. Um, and he, so he'll like maybe draw this drawing every day and it uh-huh. slightly changes, but it's almost the same. And I felt like the ones that he hung up, it was like, stop Trump, stop Trump, stop Trump, with his boat. Oh, yeah. And then on the last one, Bernie appeared, but everything else was the same on it. So I don't know if, like, Bernie was in the news that day that he decided to write Bernie on the stop Trump paper. Yeah. Um, but why did I bring him up? Oh, because he's doing these, like, daily things that are just, like, very, like kind of like marking the day, marking the time, Yeah. pulling in like what the story of the day is. I think he misspells sometimes, you know, and I don't suspect that he runs for the the whiteout or he says, oh, fuck, you know, 
So I just asked him, what do you do? And he said, every time he misspells, he immediately, and notices, he immediately writes the courage to misspell. Almost like a Oh, like a that little, is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, like a, like a spell. Or <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I recognized it and I'm acknowledging it and I'm keeping it. Um, yeah, that is pretty badass. I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, one of the things at work this week, um, mm-hmm. we made like a shirt that mm-hmm. like referenced uh, something that Joe Biden said. Oh, it dog, was the, the dog. Oh yeah, the one where you lesbian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Warren but no, it was brought it up Warren or something. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. Warren said Bloomberg. that Bloomberg was talking about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and Mike like hyphened dog mm-hmm. face lesbian. So there's two hyphens, but Twitter got mad because. It was like an inappropriate use of an extra hyphen or something. And Mike was kind of arguing, like, isn't it okay that we did it this way because we thought to modify it? I I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. But um, people were really mad. So then we offered the exact same shirt with one hyphen. And... Uh It was just like like five hours of Twitter war with like grammar people. Oh yeah. And, uh, so I was thinking a lot about like yeah like how did how does language evolve and is it always like the established rules are like calling the people who are breaking the rules like destroyers of culture, ignorant, yeah, um, yeah. flat wrong. Like, um, yeah, it was just so interesting, and I'm I'm in the David Dunlap camp of just like the courage to misspell, the courage to just go with the flow, the courage to not feel shame at doing it differently than it usually is. Um, yeah, but I I can I can feel the pushback on that. Like somehow we need to. Um, try to be smart or something. <laughs> we shouldn't just like flush it all down the toilet. But I don't know but, if that yeah. is. Well, I I think it's uh, like how much should, how much it's complicated. What? Well, no, I was going to say go on. Oh, because um, there are sort of like re- regional and cultural things, you know, like. Uh, yeah, it changes the language all the time. It's always evolving. Yeah, and and, and then the slang when, is when, always true. Oh, sorry. Go on. Or I just yeah, say no. slang is always like a slang is like threat. a way to yeah. Well, it's, slang is definitely a way to like create an in group and sort of mark off people from other. You know, like to say, oh, you're mm-hmm. in the, someone I can trust because you know what this means. You mm-hmm. know. And then a lot of times, like, ways of speaking or sort of vocab or, or grammar, like, rules are a lot of times just based on, like, wanting 
I don't know, like being prejudiced against a group of people, you know, oh, this is not the correct way to speak. Or, you know, I don't know, it's just, I don't know. It's just an ebb and flow because sometimes it maybe matters to you to enforce the rules while others, it's okay. And it's probably going to change person to person. Oh, yeah. No, that makes Uh sense. But... I don't know what the butt is. <laughs> the other thing that it makes me think of is I've been doing some research on Timothy Leary, mm-hmm. and I never really like hear him speak at all. I watched the documentary on YouTube called Timothy Leary is Dead, and he was talking about like he went to jail for six years for having two uh, joints on him. And the interviewer was like, aren't you pissed off? And maybe at some point he was pissed off. But in this interview, she was like, no, those people were doing their job. They're the rule enforcers, and I'm the counterculture, and it's my job to piss them off. And so I can't be mad. They're just doing their job. And so I'm just thinking about there are these forces that it is okay that they – enforce the rules because that's just how things go but then there are you also accept that there are the forces that break the rules yeah and they're always pushing on each other yeah (laughs) no I I agree well I was going to ask a little bit more about how the art art week is going Um, so you're just concerned about the, the marketing really concerned it's just like kind of the stage that we're like starting to take a step forward and uh we're gonna have more of like a committee plan it this year versus just like it was like me at the helm of the computer like sending a ton of emails and i was like okay but it's kind of hard to um get everyone to like be on the exact same page and like support each other so yeah. So we try to like build like a more of a structure. And no, that makes sense. We had some meetings the last couple of weeks, so we got we got a nice group of people formed, and I'm kind of excited to have more of like a brainstorming team because they were the ones that brought up Tom Dyer, and I was like, I'm, oh, yeah. oh I was talking about how I wanted to have YouTube videos like Tom Dyer. And then somehow it came up that we could just, like, voice over on him. Yeah. And I, I love that kind of, like, in-the-moment brainstorming where you're like, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm enjoying that sort of movie things that you're doing. Oh, yeah, and then Barney Fife. Yeah. I was just talking about Andy Griffith with Summer, which is why I was thinking about him in the first place. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she wasn't familiar with Andy Griffith. It's like what my phone is named. I named my phone Andy Griffith. Oh. Because he he enforces the law without a gun. He just uses words. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. 
Yeah, I know that England is like that. They don't really. Cops don't necessarily have to shoot people to enforce the law. It's mm-hmm. an odd concept, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I wish it was the case here. I wish we could I just like talk do. to each other. Yeah, I know. I wish so too. Uh, I I I'm sorry that I'm feeling like very low energy right now. That's very okay. like yeah, I was like I've been drawing too many things and but I'm excited <laughs> about uh I'm writing some scripts for some scenes mm. or comics or whatever want to call them and. I don't know. And you're excited to travel no. to Des Moines in I cannot like wait two months? <laughs> yeah, two months. I know. So yeah. It seems wild that last time I saw you was like a year ago almost. It does seem wild. <laughs> Same. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's, I don't know. I'm trying to decide. I, I've been uh, doing a lot of therapy stuff, and that's been good. Cool. And Do you have, like, a new person, or is it uh, the same person you've been working with? Uh, no, it's a new person in, in down here, so that's cool. been good. Yeah. I... Uh, I don't know what else I was thinking. Take a moment. Yeah. Today I was um, mm-hmm. watching Ram Dass interview Thich Nhat Hanh. Nice. And I heard him, uh, hey. Hold on a second. I'm running into somebody. Hey, I'm recording podcast with Rob. Awesome. Hello, Rob. Hi. How are Christina. you? Christina. Christina. Yeah. I'm giving her my earbud. She can okay. hear me now. <laughs> Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing have re- well. Have you recovered from the caucus shenanigans? Uh, that was an unfortunate event. Oh. Yes, I, I, yes. Okay. Oh, cool. Uh-huh. What are you guys yeah. up to today? Oh, oh, look, I got my nails done. Oh, those are very I've never, nice. I've never gotten my nails done. I'm almost 40 years old. She cut so much, like, dead skin off around my nails, she probably thought I lived, like, oh. outside. Yeah, <laughs> or something. <laughs> they were all, like, they look stunning. Mm-hmm, girl. Oh, Good job. Wow. I acted awesome. like a lady today. Good. <laughs> the girly <laughs> Our dogs are mingling. They're black and white, oh, and good. they're going around each other like a yin yang. Oh, they are like a yin yang. That's fantastic. I will let you return. Nice to run into you. Okay. <laughs> nice. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> Come on, Wani. See you later. Um, oh, yeah, so I was watching that video, and mm-hmm. I heard rapping at the door, and it was this adorable little girl, and she asked me um, if I, if I um, thought the future was going to be bad, the same, or better than it is right now. Yeah. And, said, and what did you say? I said, it's going to be better. And she's like, I was like, did I get it right? <laughs> and they let me know that there was no right answer, but uh, because of God, it will be better. They were Jehovah's oh, Witnesses. <laughs> nice. But it was well, the good. first time uh, that I actually was kind of curious what they were going to talk to me about, where before I was just like, this is a problem. Um, but they just gave me a brochure and said, maybe next time we could talk about uh, this other question that was on the back of the brochure, but I can't remember what it was, and then they left. Um, oh, but I've, wow. been, I've been thinking a lot about um, I guess like what spirituality is because or religion or like because for a really long time it's been like oh no don't talk about that (laughs) it's a problem and now that I've gotten like a little like obsessed with this like little corner of it I feel excited and I like obsessively want to like share things or talk about it but it it can be kind of uh, overwhelming for other people oh yeah um so, um, and I can remember why it's overwhelming, so it's, I totally understand. But yeah. when you feel like, oh, my God, I can't believe this idea. I never had it before. Sounds oh, yeah. Exactly right. But you can't tell anybody because yeah. you don't want to scare them off or shut them down. <laughs> I don't know. It's, and, I mean, it's. I have a lot of thoughts about it, but it was cool to have the people come to the door, like ready for that conversation and not be like, I'm afraid of this, or I don't want to be in your cult. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, It was actually like, hey, you got a pink coat. Thanks for stopping by. (laughs) No, that is, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, there is like this sort of quester type of, I don't know, like seeker type of thing that is pretty relatable. Like I, I, I recognize it when I see it. Like when someone's in this sort of looking for answers. Yeah, so like what is it about looking for answers that's like, Private, off-putting, can't talk about it. Because the feeling that I have is like it's all that they're actually we're doing here. Like everything else seems like bullshit. But you don't, you can't, you you can't lift that veil off of everything. Yeah. 
But I also yeah, might be wrong, and maybe that's why. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I think... I mean, I don't think it's about being right and wrong, but... No, but I think it's, it's you know, sort of like a lot of people spend a lot of time on the other, you know, th- that, like, things they think are important, and so it is sort of threatening to have someone who doesn't really find any of that, like, the the real interesting question, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, we're like, well, I, I no one really wants to think about this, so I'm not going to bring it up, or I don't know. Yeah. Or I guess everyone, I don't know. I don't know. Well, one thing I heard yesterday, and this might be the problem, mm-hmm. is um, Ramdas was saying in a lecture that, like, if he cares too much that what he's saying is coming across, then that, like, affects the ability to transmit the message because he's so um, wrapped up in the fact that you're going to like it or you're going to get it. And I wonder if, like, that's the issue. Like, I'm feeling like, oh, I'm oversharing or, you know, because I'm, like, concerned about how it's being transmitted and that it is landing. But, like, if that doesn't matter to me, seems like I might less want to push it. But also, if it naturally comes up that you can just, like, be yourself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, no one wants to feel like they're proselytizing to someone. No. You know? Yeah. But I can and see how very quickly it's, that can be <laughs> be that. Oh, yeah. And I think there is kind of a, a lot of really bad examples of that, you know, from certain political parties, I guess. Um, uh, that... You know, so no one wants to feel like they're the, that, you know, I don't know. Like I said, I'm barely making any sense right now. Um, <laughs> I guess I, I, you know, I was like, ah, these, these dogs I'm drawing are kicking my ass. Yeah, that's okay. I just, uh, it, it just feels good to like try to like formulate like, yeah. I don't know what the, like, new feeling is, because it seems like there is some sort of wall or pushback, but I don't really yeah. know what it is. Oh, uh, yeah, pushback from yourself? A, a wall? Yeah, I suppose it is for myself. Yeah. No, it makes sense. I. It's maybe just that the Internet is so easy to share. So, like, you can... Yeah. Zoom so much, and you're like, oh my god, listen to this song. Oh my god, look at this video. Oh my god, read this book. Yeah. Oh my god, look at this. Picture. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that's what the feed is for. But sometimes I'm like, I'm just gonna send this to individual people. Um, but I'm getting so deep in the weeds that yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it translates anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, because the the references that make sense if you're deeply engrossed in something, there's references that you take for granted that other people wouldn't, you know, know what it would be the first time they had heard it, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah, and it sort of sucks to be like this impulse to be like, I want to be the one that shares it, which is not really, that's not really the thought, but that's kind of like what it becomes. Like, oh, yeah. I found it. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, there is this sort of starry-eyed um, new energy quality. Um, I don't know. I was reading a book by Susan Salzberg, I think. Mm. Uh, it was about Buddhism, but it was about faith and the idea of, uh, you know, that that there's sort of like this bright, when someone starts sort of thinking spiritually, there's this sort of really hyper bright kind of thing that people who are starting get really intense about. And then it becomes commonplace after a while. And that's actually when it's, you know, it, it, some people get distressed that it's becoming something they take for granted, but it's actually probably deeper when it is like, Oh yeah, mm. of course everything is this, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I don't know, but I can see that. I don't know. It's just, I would just throw things out there. And the people who respond to it are the people who are going through the same thing you do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to respond and people who don't, they're not at that point where they need to hear that or think about that. Yeah. And I always think it's kind of cool to get that all the way when you're young. Because, you know, a lot of these people, well, not, these people. A lot of a lot of people will like say, "Well, I'll think about that when I retire." You know, I'm just going to mm. get my bad bucks now, and then and then I'll worry about things. You know, I don't know. Yeah. One of the things, and I don't know if this is a healthy thought, but um, like maybe for the first time, I'm actually kind of feeling like um you know we do we like do this life thing like a lot and I was talking to somebody who had lived in India and they said like the idea of reincarnation mm-hmm. um, the way it like culturally plays out maybe is that you kind of accept where you are on the path which mm-hmm. is maybe good for like things like anxiety and like people who are like over ambitious in our own culture maybe wouldn't have that pressure. Um, Mm -hmm. But on the same, on the other hand, like there's maybe like less um, motivation to change the way things are because you're just kind of accepting that on this lifetime, this is your life, and that's it. So, like, maybe, like, social change happens oh. slower with that understanding. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this Alice Neal podcast that I talked about earlier, um, she kind of just was like, I want to paint portraits like this. I'm not going to worry about selling. Um, I probably am just going to be poor my whole life. And... In this, like, reincarnation thought, it actually seemed in the moment, I don't know how much action I'm putting into it, like, easier to, like, settle into those life choices. Like, if you really feel like making art 
versus like making a ton of money is like mm-hmm. what matters in this lifetime. Like maybe you're okay with that. Maybe there's less FOMO and like, but I only got this one shot and I want to scuba dive and I want to be the president and I want to do all these things and I only have one life. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. That like, yeah. if you, if you understand that there are many, many chances and you actually are just like going through all these different roles, then like, I could hear her saying like, yeah, I'm just going to like paint these portraits. It's what I like to do. It feels the best. Um, and I'll just accept the consequences of like having a small income or something. Um, mm-hmm. That just didn't seem like such a like shocking intentional intentional choice. If you just like know like the next round, maybe you'll be the princess. Or, <laughs> I don't know. No, I agree. Well, it, it, it helps with, you know, not um, with, with, with like, uh, indulging in fantasies, like, what if I did this instead of that? Or what if I had gone to this school instead of that school? You know, or like, you know, a lot of things like that that people spend a lot of time saying, well, well maybe I shouldn't have quit that job, or maybe I should have done this or that, you know. There's a lot of like anxiety with that type of thinking, right? And, and, and like feeling like you need to choose the right thing or else. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that there's like there's a right choice and a wrong choice, and I could, yeah, yeah. I, it maybe it maybe gets back to like thinking about like which rules are real rules and which ones get to be broken. Yeah. Well, um, I yeah. Do you worry less about spelling correctly if you could come back and fix it in the next life? (laughs) Exactly. Well, I know that I'm always thinking about, like, the reincarnation is is kind of a a few different ways. I used to think about it a lot was, like, uh, that uh, one that does, like... uh, it's just basically there's there's like consequences to your actions, and so that when you're you're born, it's not like you're you're not not responding to like events that had taken place before you were born. You know, mm-hmm. like there's always like some kind of push on you from from the past. You know, that people aren't just like disconnected from the events that happened before them, you know, mm. that that they're sort of like, regardless, like you're born into like a setting and into a family and into like a set of relationships that are already in motion before you're there. So you're kind of constrained in a way, sort of like mm. with, with reincarnation, you like, if I was a jerk, when, when like, then I might come back as a worm or something, you know, <laughs> and so, you know, and so like you, you know, acknowledging that there's stuff beyond your controls in some ways that, like, just because I was a jerk in my past life, I, I'm not that person anymore. But I have to deal with the consequences, you know, of that. Mm-hmm. Or uh, other way I'd like to think about reincarnation. That I used to think a lot about was hmm, kind of like uh, if you see it as like free free will, like in the sense that like I 
I could do a bunch of things today and tomorrow I wake up and like, I could have another chance to be a different person. You know, like, mm. I, could, I could say, oh, I'm, I'm like a, you know, a vegan today, but I'm not that forever. I could wake up tomorrow and say, oh, no, I'm a big meat, meat eater or, you know, I'm, I don't have to be, uh, you know, like you could just be reborn every moment. Mm-hmm. You know, but there's nothing really essential. It's just this, yeah, I don't know. I'm really what tired. Did, wait, say that again. What did you mean by nothing? In this idea, nothing is really essential. So, like, something essential would mean, like, predetermined or locked or like, in or... Locked in, like, when you say something like, oh, well, uh, like, you know, like, let's say, for example, you know, it's easy to say something like, I'm I'm an artist, like, essentially, I'm an artist, right? But if I were saying, like, if I take a job, like, at a call center, I don't think of myself as essentially a call center person, you know? Mm-hmm. I, and it's just something I happen to be doing. And so, you know, there are some things that we always think, well, I'm essentially a funny person, or I'm essentially this type of person. You know, like, you, you think this, you know, this characteristic that you happen to have right now is something that's, in, 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 you know, essential, but really mm-hmm. it's just a characteristic you're displaying right now. Like, you, know, you can think, change. But sometimes yeah, you don't you can, feel like you can change. It's like, oh, yeah, cause you're this like, is how I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I'm not, not the type of person that would do this. And what mm-hmm. that just means, you're not the type of person who has done that, but you could easily become that type of person. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's too optimistic. I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, see, that's, that thing you just said is like what I'm talking about. We're like, you're having these ideas and you're realizing what might be true, but then something comes in and is like, shuts it down. You know, like we don't want to say that because it might mean that we might be more okay than we've been living or um, yeah. it might mean it's all our fault or I don't know. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I don't, it. I don't know what the risk is, but um, I, I feel like that's maybe the hesitation to like maybe not. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Because. Mm-hmm. When you're ready for that thought, it can feel really good. But if you're not, it can feel really bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to decide. Uh, yeah. Spring is... Um, here and I just took off my boots and I am barefoot outside and it's okay. Oh geez, I I I was getting the feeling it was insanely cold in Iowa. This winter, like fifty degrees finally today. You, it's been kind of cold this week, but you can kind of smell spring and you can hear birds. Oh, that's Things good. Things are changing. Good. 
Yeah, I've. Um, hmm. Oh, this was interesting, and in I. Hmm. I'll, I'll think about that later. I'll, uh, sure. Yeah. Like I've been doing a lot of like cognitive therapy things and finding that like I, I'm uncomfortable talking when I'm not having a crisis, <laughs> you know, like when I don't have something to complain about how terrible something is, you know, like I'm stressed out about this, but would I just am like in a good mood and don't have anything to say, you know, mm. or worry about. It's like, oh, well, I don't know what I should be talking about. Yeah, I've I've felt that void before. (laughs) Yeah, especially when you're at a therapist and you're like, well, I'm not unhappy, so I don't Mm. have to say, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, what do they suggest to you? eh? Like, if I don't have everything to say, what should we talk about? Yeah, I know. Well, no. Uh, Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Does it mean that it's it's working? Yeah, Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Because I have those happen in my own session. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, the therapist never was like, you're cured. We don't have to feed yeah. anymore. You know, like, I just had to, like, stop going. And I didn't stop mm-hmm. going because I was cured, but just because yeah. kind of the evolution of that service yeah. kind of stopped. You started a way of thinking that was helpful well, really what happened was my therapist had a baby. Oh. And then my replacement therapist, like, just was like, so uh, what do you need help with? And I was like, mm-hmm. what? And then um, I started listening to Ram Dass stuff, and I've just been glomming onto that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And... Just the way he he breaks down things. Um, Like the other day, I was super angry. So Mm -hmm. it was the first time that I tried to watch the anger and tried to like really feel what it feels like and Mm -hmm. where is it at. Physically, yeah. And it was really hard to do. Um, Mm -hmm. And I even like kicked I was, like, laying in bed, and I, like, had my fit. Because I just, like, I was just focusing on the anger. Yeah. Um, but I I did feel like I was, like, watching a show, or, like, I didn't really feel like after I didn't feel it anymore that I still had to keep, like, talking about it or, you yeah. know, like, it, it felt like I it was just in that moment and I was dealing with it. And it was okay. Oh, yeah. So that was just one example. But so I've been trying to, like, listen to these things, but also, like, try them. Try them. Yeah, well, it's sort of like, yeah. Yeah, like, don't try to to resist them. I mean, it's like... The, the, that anger is trying to tell you something, you know, in mm. a non-logical way. And so it's more like it's not bad or good or anything like that. It's just, 
it, it just like your antenna is up for some reason and you're yeah. telling yourself you're trying to tell yourself something really fast without logic you know but with like a kind of a I don't know it's like a warning system or something yeah and what they talk about in therapy a lot of times is like that warning system was built at a different time where it like saved you it's like how you survived yeah 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 and then um, that situation is probably just, like, not relevant anymore, which sucks. Um, but you still feel it. So even though mm-hmm. you, like, logically know, don't need this anymore, like, it's oh, still yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of, yeah, there's certain, certain thought patterns that were helpful at one point, but now are destructive or... Or it's just like, oh, like it's a it's a reaction. Like you said, it's very fast, very quick, trying to tell you something quickly. Yeah. And um, I guess like in a lot of the stuff about consciousness, mm-hmm. um, you'll be able to like um, if you're like reacting mindfully. Like, I don't know. It's like you're just yeah. It's not. It's not that you're choosing it or you won't be angry anymore, but like that knee-jerk reaction that a lot of feelings have. Like maybe have like a few more seconds to just be like, oh yeah, yeah. How do I want to manifest this feeling? Or yeah, do I need to yell right now? Um, That's the best way to handle the situation. Oh, yeah, no, I totally get that. Yeah, because then you get to see what the, just feel what the emotion is, and then, you you know, I don't know, I was reading a book about emotional intelligence, about how, like, there's sort of, like, you know, that, like, let's say if you're feeling really depressed and, like, uh, tired, you know, it's probably just that emotion is to tell you to slow down. It's, you know, or like when you're angry, it's asking mm. you, what are you trying to protect? You know, like you're, you're trying to protect something and that's why you're angry. Like some boundary was crossed or something. And that's why you're angry. Yeah. And then, you know, there's just different, that there's not like really any negative emotions. They're just things that you can think about. <laughs> it's weird. I don't, I don't know. Well, thinking... If you think of the mind as like a sense organ or something, that thoughts and feelings are just not... You sort of sensing them, but they're not like... I don't know. Do you feel like you're able to interpret your emotions most of the time? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you got them. Sort of. And I can tell when I'm indulging in them. You can tell, like, but that doesn't help. Like, I can tell when I'm like, uh, oh, you're just thinking that because you want to be depressed. But that doesn't make me not depressed. You know, like, mm. you, know, you just want, you're just bored and want conflict in your life, and that's why you're thinking this. Um, 
but then that is kind of judgy too. You know what I mean? Like it's like ah. Uh, yeah. And it's this infinite loop of judgingness. That yeah, it never stopped. Yeah. No. Exactly. Um, when we were having that hyphen debacle at work. Yeah. Someone said, um, you, you do you, hon. Oh. Raygun was like, we just wanted to. And they're like, well, you're wrong, but you do you. I was so mad about that. Yeah, that's insane. Not like in relation to the sentence, but I was just connecting to that. Yeah. Like try, <clears throat> trying to imagine. Because it's like you ha- having your cake and eating it too. That you're like, say, well, I'm really tolerant and I, I, you do whatever you want to do, but I'm right. And you're not. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, so you have to say, I'm super, I'm super liberal and I will, everyone has the right to their opinion, even if their opinion is shitty and wrong. You know, so like, you know, that's still like you get to be judgy, but you also get to say that you're not being judgy. Right? So, yeah. And yeah. I just like totally was like filled with disgust and like, Do you, don't you see what you're doing? And what was sucked about all of that, like I, st- I like spent a lot of time with it. I'm here. I am bringing it up again because mm-hmm. it actually makes me feel good because I'm in a ra- righteous spot. You know what I mean? Like, I'm actually not offering that person any passion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm like, oh, it. you think you're right? Look at how you're not right. Even though I didn't yeah. respond back to him, it's like still... <laughs> no, I get it. still like a, a win. I'm like, oh, yeah? Well, look at how you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, but also what's kind of cool, in a way is you're uh you're interpreting like you're you're telling the story as you have some that you're like getting revenge on it you know like you're doing this as a judgy thing but what you could be doing you can interpret you're telling me the story as you're checking in to see if you were perceiving it right like you know so instead of it saying like i'm telling the story because i want to badmouth this person on my award-winning podcast of, you know, like, that's sort of judgy, but you could say, I just want to see if I was thinking about this right. Does this person seem like a jerk? It's not that you're calling him a jerk. It's like, I perceived it this way, and I want to know if you perceived it this way. And and that is a lot less sort of self incriminating, like self-judging, you know? But I... I've been finding that I've, I've been, uh, I've been working, I've been doing a lot of things to try to change my, my, uh, just experiments to try to change the way I think. Mm. So it's been, it's been interesting. I've been meditating every day for a while now. And, uh, how do you do it? Oh, I, uh, just, uh, sit down and I, you know, breathe. <laughs> but then I do things like I, I make a gratitude list every day, just something that I'm thankful for. Because I feel like if I do that enough, I'll start getting happier. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. It's an experiment. One experiment. What? 
I love experiments. Yeah, I have been to them too. <laughs> I like the I like the watching the thoughts thing. Um, yeah, feeling. it's really nice. Yeah. I went floating recently, and the whole time I was watching my thoughts, and when I got out, I was exhausted. You were what? Exhausted. You were on the clock? Oh, yeah, it is. It's interesting to just, like, not try to claim the thoughts as something you have to keep. You know, like, i got to write this down. This is a great thought. You just, like, to let mm. it float away. It's like, well, I thought it once. It'll come back. I want to, if I mm. if, it, if it's that important, I don't have to like try to keep it, you know. And uh, I think I was surprised, like, um, it was just an experiment too. But like when you're not pushing things away, yes, and you're just like allowing it, it's just like yeah. the. Uh, it's just like how it dawned on me, like how much activity is going in my brain all the time. So like that yeah. meditation session was not about actually clearing the mind. It was just like, since I don't usually do that, just like yeah. checking in, like what is, what is my brain doing on its own? Yeah. It's yeah. doing a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like this sort of noise that's always in your head, but a lot of times we just, tune it out so we don't realize how cluttered our our, our heads are, you know? And then yeah. when you stop and you like meditation is like looking at your brain under a microscope and going, oh, I like got a lot of thoughts in there. <laughs> I got a lot of junk in there. It's <laughs> constantly going all the time, rumbling and, you know. And it like, it's so good at like uh, um, coming about sneakily. Yeah. It's like, all right, I'm not going to think about TV. But then it, the next thought is like, oh, I have an itch, which doesn't feel like a thought, feel like a, a feeling. But yeah. then it turns into an actual thought of it. <laughs> I don't know, like, it takes yeah. a lot of different forms or it's, um, I don't really yeah, have okay. examples, but. No, I know exactly, because you say, oh, I have an itch, and you go, well, that's not a thought. And then you say, well, that was a thought. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's always like, you know what I mean? Like, it's always that. Like, it's very, and then you're like, okay, I'm not going to indulge in this endless cycle of thoughts. And then you're like, well, that was another thought. And then you just kind of, you, you, it's like a tiny puzzle trap, like finger trap or something, where yeah. like the more you think, the more you end up thinking. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's funny. It's always going. Well, and it's, but like the idea of like not res, not resisting thoughts is a pretty good. I mean, like, hmm, like not trying to push them away, but just let them go wherever you know. Just like, uh, just don't hold on to them. Yeah. It's cool. And I feel like yeah. during the day I try to do it a little bit, like especially if I feel like bored or mm-hmm. um, impatient or 
like I'm wishing something else was going on. Yeah. It's like a good thing to like, just try to like watch what that's all about and like investigate it. Like you were going to like draw a picture of it or something. Yeah. It's kind of fleeting, but I think there's something there. Like a lot of space to explore there that normally you're just like, eh, this is normal. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. It's so weird how I always feel like I'm running out of time, but I literally don't have any, even if I don't, I have nothing but it, really. You know, <laughs> weird. I'm gonna what do you feel like you're running out of time about? No, I just, there's lots of things I want to do, but, mm. but I was like, well, I can only do one thing at a time. And, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and, uh, I get pretty tired really fast. So I just have to choose mm. like what I'm going to do. What are the choices mm-hmm. you have right now? Well, uh, sleep. Finish. I have like three, three of these pet things I have to finish, or do, and then I have uh, comic books that I was writing, and I have a wedding portrait that's a surprise for someone that they don't know anything about yet. So, and then, um, and then uh, everyone make like, I have to practice my banjo, and uh, like just lots of stuff. You know? Yeah. So it's like, well, I can't do all of that at the same time. Yeah, how do you choose? Do you go with the easiest thing? The thing you've done? Well, sleep seems like it would have to come first. If I'm tired, I usually got to take a nap. That makes everything better. I agree. I'm just now getting into this whole not feeling bad about being lazy. Oh, good. Although, I don't even think that I'm lazy necessarily. But um, I don't know if this is like a question you want to answer, but I'm curious. Um, like, I know like your MS has made you more tired. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I wonder bec- because you've like been able to like set up this other routine and you know, you're not having to like run all over Des Moines like you used to. And, um, like yeah. you feel like you've caught up on a lot of your exhaustion or does the MS just kind of like deplete your energy, no matter how much sleep you get. Uh, there's still fatigue. Like it's, it's weird. I am getting a lot more like, uh, my, my, goals are a lot more reasonable, mm. you know, I still realize, like, I recognize that I make a shitload of work all the time, so I was like, yeah, so th- I'm not trying to do 16 things in a day, maybe, like, four or five things in a day is mm. still a lot to do, you know, um, so yeah. I'm I'm okay with, like, you know, like, uh, I know in Des Moines, when I was, like, having all these jobs and then 
when I wasn't working, um, I, I felt like if I wasn't making artwork, I was just like a loser, you know, as a, mm. you know, like, cause you have to either make art or you have to be earning money, but n- nothing in between, like, you know, and now I don't think that way at all. So I'm like, if I want to take in, if I want to sleep and not make art, I'm okay with that. Mm. Or want to watch a TV show and not make art? I do that, you know. Yeah. So it's pretty. It's it's. I don't know. It seems like it's a weird. I guess it's what like normal people normally think, but it's kind of a big revelation to me. It's like you know, it's like oh, yeah, stop spending all your time making art when you can. You're a loser, you know. Like you're giving up on life, you know. Mm-hmm. But there are other things too. It's definitely a lot of pressure. Yeah. And then you like, if you live under that for a long time, and you look back on a period of time, and you're like, God damn it, I was just miserable that whole time. Yeah. That kind of like creates a resentment yeah. for the art, or I've had that happen before. Because I feel like to go into art is about like carving like your own pace, or yeah carving a life that is meaningful to you, but if it yeah. turns into this, like, am I kicking off all the boxes so that I can say that I'm good? Yeah, no, exactly. Or, you know, it's like you kind of have to, you know, it always felt like you had to militantly, like, structure your life in such a way as to make it easy to make art. And if you weren't mm-hmm. doing that, you know, that's that's how they get you. You know, um, <laughs> they're gonna get you. But uh, in the, I sort of think that, but then I also don't think that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. And then I would used to be jealous of people who did art, like paint or do stuff for, as a hobby. You know, and it's like yeah. I, that sounds so nice, like to draw or do some. And make something just because it was fun, you know. Just because, like, I have the Sunday, I'm going to relax and paint or do something like that. I was like, God, I want to be a Sunday painter. That sounds like it would be fun, <laughs> you know. But, but that's really screwed up. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, whatever that means, that like Sunday painter, like, yeah, it it, it is about realizing, like, well, you can do that. You know, yeah, like you, yeah. can you can wake up on a Sunday and do a painting, but for whatever reason, the way the yeah. thoughts are structured, it's like, no, you don't have time for that, or that's or not like, going to get you ahead, or... Yeah, it's sort of like doing something just for a hobby, right? Like, uh, Which is why I think I'd like to learn how to play music, is because I don't expect to be good at it, and I'm not. But it's a hobby, <laughs> you know, so I like it, you know. Um, but uh, I don't know. Um, I think I'm going to hang out with Lindsay on Monday. <gasps> That's awesome. And I was wondering, I haven't seen her in a long time. Yeah, um, I want to talk to Lindsay, too. Yeah, maybe... Um, we could do, uh, do. We could call you. Yeah, that would be great. We could record. We could do our 
or um, or community type of thing. Yeah. Because I, I was catch think, up with Lindsay. Yeah, I got to catch up with Lindsay, and I have lots of questions to ask Lindsay. Cool. And uh, yeah, that would be really fun. I know I'm going to the doctor tomorrow around nine, but I'm done with that. Mm-hmm. Wait, tomorrow or Sunday? Oh, Monday. Monday. Monday, yeah. Monday is I'm going to the doctor at night, but um, oh, okay. After that, oh, yeah. you have flexibility. And Mardi Gras is this Tuesday. Oh my gosh! I didn't come. I didn't make costume. It was my goal. <laughs> I know. And the other thing is, is it's funny how many businesses are closed the entire week. Because schools are closed the entire week, like public schools, and in and then there's lots of like it's so weird, it's neat, but yeah. Well, you should do um, if you want, if you're okay with doing the art again, um, Mardi Gras theme. A Mardi Gras theme? Oh, oh yeah, we could do that. Not that we talked anything about Mardi Gras, but. No, the the time period. Yeah, that's true. That would be fun. Yeah. Do you, this do is you remember? Really hello. Do uh, I remember? Uh, what is Mardi Gras about again? Like, I know it's like about like indulging before you like fast or something. Yeah, it's before Lent, which is the Catholic you you like a month that you give up something before Easter. Right, so Mardi Gras was like that Tuesday. You were supposed to. It's like, well, you gotta have to give up something for a month, so you might as well indulge, drink, and do all the things that you're not supposed to be doing during a month. You know, it's like carnival. You know, like it's like, okay, well, this is your last chance. Get it all out of the way. You know? So, car- carnival and Mardi Gras essentially are similar. Yeah. Are um, well, I was gonna say, is it? Are they Catholic? Uh, I think so. South America has a lot of Catholicism. Catholic, yeah. The, I think Obviously, it was brought like in. But... Mardi Gras means Fat Tuesday, and I think it is associated with Catholicism. Oh, yeah, the French. Yeah. That Notre Dame cathedral. Yeah. Because, like, you're supposed to, like, you know, before Easter, you're supposed to try to give up stuff. So it's like a well. Yeah. The day before that, we can do whatever we want, so we might as well just do that. And so that's why you have all of the. I was just, I don't know, I'd forgotten about this, but I saw it on the news and then remembered this that, like, on Bourbon Street, they they put Vaseline on all the poles of, like, you know, there's uh, balconies that people stand on, but there's poles. And it's the. They, 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 they call it greasing the poles and they. So that the people on the street won't interfere with the people in the balconies. So they they grease up the whole like a, I know. And so the whole week there's just, yeah, it's really crazy. It's fun. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll 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 see what I can do. Um, I'll put that on my list of things. But I would definitely think it would be good. Uh, if you if you and Lindsay want to call, okay. it would be cool. And um, I will talk to her. About it. Hopefully, I'll be much more awake today. Um, right now. I thought the conversation um, was good. It, it, I thought it was feels, good too. 
it feels it bad was. when we go weeks and weeks and weeks, and it's like I yeah. think about all these things we can talk about. Yeah, it's, all, it's always good when we finally do it. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I think so too. And uh, oh, I've been I watched uh, a really good Bollywood movie last night. Oh, I saw the little screenshots of it. It looks really gorgeous. Is it, it musical? Yeah. It's insane. And what's great about it is they don't mess around with musicals. Like, it's like a musical, singing music, like about 10 times as more musicals than American music. You know, mm-hmm. like basically be, you know, like be a really long song and dance number, and then there'll be like two minutes of talking, and then mm-hmm. that's a really long song and dance number. It was a two-hour movie, but it was very, it flew by, kind of. Yeah, well. What was it called again? What, it was called Disco Dancer. It was made in, uh, I forgot, 1982, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How did you watch it? What was it on? It was on Amazon Prime. Cool. Maybe I'll put it on here. I'll like go and through then, pictures. Yeah, it's it's or actually watch the trailer and it gives you a good idea of what the because the trailer was sold me on it because I was like, what the hell is this? And it, it and then and then I had to watch the movie to see what it was about because it was so crazy looking. Um, All right. Yeah. Thanks for the tip. Uh, yeah, I wanted to try to find um, this this movie called a Roller Roller Disco. No, which is like, uh, but it's hard. I couldn't really find parts of it. I'm still looking for it. Uh, if anybody in the but, audience knows where Roller Disco is, yeah, oh, Linda Blair, one of her best movies, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Maybe you can get it an interlibrary loan. I would. I need to. Yeah, you're right. I love interlibrary loans. Yeah. <laughs> interlibrary loans are the way to go. You can get okay, anything well, I'll, I'll, your heart desires. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna go to sleep. <laughs> All right. We can yeah, okay. Okay. Well, I, I'll talk to you Monday, maybe. Cool. Bye. All right, bye. Bye.